SEO This Week, episode number 45. Welcome everyone to another installment. We're looking at some SEO copywriting today and some search engine console updates that might help you a little bit with indexing, if they're ever released. All that and more on episode 45 of SEO This Week. Hey folks, everyone, Clint Butler here, and we are going to go ahead and get started. The first article we're looking at is written by Authority Hacker. This was submitted by the writer, so we always like to hear and see the stuff that you guys are putting out, so don't hesitate to do that on digitalear.com. Click on the SEO This Week tab. There's a form there. You can submit your own articles. With that being said, this is a the title of this is SEO Copywriting Tips and Secrets of Ten-Year Professional Writer. Uh, Gail is the one who wrote it. I think you're going to like it. It's broke down in two major sections. It is rather long, but you can get around to it. First is the technical aspects of SEO copy, and then how to write uh, effective content machine, essentially. <laughs> how to write like a content marketing machine. It's actually pretty good. Uh, some of the things that we go over is uh, the definition of SEO copywriting, direct ranking factors, the on-page stuff, you know, title tags, URLs, and all that madness that everyone has to do. It's the basic stuff. It also goes into uh, keyword density and some related keywords, outbound links, uh, internal linking, headlines, etc., etc., etc. Basically, if you're looking at on-page SEO, uh, which we're publishing a guide today uh, on the website as well for on-page SEO, that's what that part one's covered. Second is how to actually write it. You know what to do? Look at some keep KPIs. Uh, for your writing, uh, words per hour, uh, etc. Yes, if you're really worried about it, quality of your content, and then how to actually come up with some of this stuff. Uh, sources, search strings to actually um, get some more data. All that stuff is all covered in here. I think it's pretty good. Uh, like I said, though, it is a long read. So plan ahead for that. Get a glass of, or a cup of coffee or something and, and knock this out. I actually had to read it twice uh, just to make sure I covered all of the topics in it. I think you're going to enjoy it, though. I know I certainly did. So again, that's Gail from Authority Hacker who wrote this um, nice epic piece of essentially quarterstone evergreen content that he can use to promote over and over again. Next is uh, randombite.com. It's the evergreen SEO guide for, for beginners. I put on the blog post, and I'll go ahead and say it here. I think that's a little overreaching, the evergreen SEO guide. Um, especially considering it only took me probably about five minutes to read this thing. And it's, So if you're going to create an evergreen SEO guide, you got to create something a little bit more substantial. Uh, especially, uh, you know, do it in the same format as what um, Brian Dean does or Gail did over on Authority Hacker. Uh, yeah, Authority Hacker. Just to make sure that you're you're covering all the aspects. If I'm going to make a guide for beginners, then it's going to have to be detailed. Uh, you can do that in, you know, parts or create one huge giant uh, post. Um, but this one is a little... Uh, I, like I said, I think the title is a little bit overreaching. Now, let's not take away from the value of it, though. 
And essentially what I really liked the best was the um, the use of AppSumo or BuzzSumo and Ahrefs to help discover new content pieces. We've covered that before. You also use that Ahrefs to find backlink opportunities. And then taking beyond that a little bit more, they added some search strings and an email templates you can use to do some outreach. Not very many people are actually sharing their email templates, so I think that's pretty good. Here what I would do is take these templates and kind of tweak them a little bit, put them in your own voice so you're not emailing the same stuff that everyone else is, uh, and use some of the search strings here to just kind of get some links to your website a little close. Honestly, link building is really important, so I would spend you know one week, one day writing a piece of content and spend the next six days promoting that piece of content. Uh, it's a lot better than trying to write, you know, seven days of content and not promoting any of it and not getting any traffic because you're not telling anyone about it. So uh, do it that way. Write the longer pieces of articles using the authority hacker techniques and then uh, use this these ideas to go ahead and start your, your link building uh, stuff beyond doing your uh, social uh, network announcements, etc. Again, this is a really good post. Title's overreaching, um, but I think everyone will take some information out of this, not just beginners. Take a look at that. Now we look at Marketing Sherpa and his inbound marketing, how to bust your social growth plateau. Really what this is talking about is everyone has seen it, even us. You're posting constantly and eventually just, you know, not enough people, not the same amount of people aren't liking your stuff. They're not reading it. Uh, it seems like the same old blah, blah, blah to them. And you kind of got to figure out a way to bust through that. Uh, you can do that in a couple of ways. One is uh, create new types of contents, uh, start sharing new things, maybe even start sharing other people's things, uh, or doing some more videos, that kind of stuff to be different. Or you can do what she's suggesting is uh, getting your employees to do it for you. Mainly the basic crush out of two of the three methods that they offered here is having your employees talk about your brand. Uh, one is on their own profiles by sharing your, your, your stuff uh, on their profiles, thus increasing their reach or exposure into the communities. And then the other was just letting them actually create like campaigns to reward your customers for great stuff that they're doing on social. So not only do your employees engage on social, but they're rewarding your uh, customers for their engagement on social as well. And then finally is using Vine. It, you know, it's, I think Vine was last helpful in 2015, 24, late 2014, uh, when the uh, this campaign was done. Now you're looking at Instagram and Snapchat uh, and all those other live video and, and video stream type of platforms. So I'm not even sure that Vine is even more uh, is helpful. However, you can, obviously you can look at it or you can look at what this company did in the case study that they highlight very and, uh, and see if you can apply that to those other platforms as well. Again, this is helpful if you have employees. Uh, personally, if you don't have employees, uh, then honestly, I don't think you're going to see a lot of value in this unless you're going to take that on out of yourself. Um, but you can uh, always look at it, see what they did in the case studies and try to apply that to your own specific situation. 
especially if you're one of those do-it-yourselfers or, you know, kind of handling your own social media marketing or your one-man band handling social media marketing. Next site is seerinteractive.com. This is we eliminated 84 low-quality posts, and here's what happens. Basically, what this post goes over is probably something we've talked about before, and that's taking some of these sites, the less-performing pages on your website, and deleting them or redirecting them or updating them in order to get some more value out of it. I think this stems a lot from back in the day, especially when I started, it was write more content, get more rankings, write more content, get more rankings, write more content, get more rankings. And what happened is a lot of people, including Sierra Interactive and myself, we wrote a lot of crap. <laughs> it's just people just didn't want. Uh, or it's no longer relevant to what we're doing on, on our businesses today. Uh, I'll admit it, I got my start in uh, network marketing. So I wrote a lot of stuff about you know company reviews or company scams just to generate traffic and generate leads and that was no longer useful for me uh, when I transitioned into solidly into SEO and then creating my own agency um, because I just well one I wasn't doing it anymore so I didn't need those kind of leads so I deleted all of that content and you can do that for yourself too is look at the pages on your website find out if they have any backlinks if they don't find out if they're getting any traffic if they're not find out if they've caused related you any conversions if they haven't then delete it if they have good backlinks but then not no traffic and no conversions then keep the post there update them a little bit because you want to keep the backlinks and then interlink from that post to your other high converting traffic stuff to kind of boost their value up uh, and likewise, this what he did with 84 of their pages. They actually found a little bit over 100 of them that they wanted to delete, looked at the backlinks, and realized that, hey, i got to keep those. What they did see is a boost in traffic and a boost in their indexing. Uh, primarily because you just Google doesn't have to crawl. There's 84 pages that are gone. They don't have to crawl anymore. So... Uh, naturally, you're going to ex have to expect they're going to crawl the other site, the other pages a little bit faster, and that'll help you out. And they also claim that they saw some ranking increases. They did get a traffic drop, uh, which is kind of you know weird to call it a success if you see a traffic drop. Uh, but if the traffic that's coming is not converting anyway, and it's just junk traffic, then there's no sense in, in counting it. I think you're better off with a traffic drop if your traffic quality increases, which it sounds like based on this test result. That's exactly what happened. Uh, I like the idea of it. I suggest you do it, especially if you're getting into the, you know, if you have a larger website. If your website's only 30, 40 pages or posts, then don't even bother with this at the, right now. Use those pages for interlinking. Maybe promote them a little bit more. Build some backlinks to them because you're not in an unmanageable point uh, in your website. But if you're looking at you know three, four, or 500 pages, then go ahead and knock this process out. I think you might see a boost. Again, you probably have to expect some sort of traffic drop because you are going to lose maybe some rankings. Uh, but for the most part, I think it'll probably better fit you overall. Uh, if anything, I'll just keep your site a little bit leaner and a little bit more on point to establish the, the site as an authority in the marketplace and what you're targeting. 
next is Moz.com. It's a whiteboard Friday. We're skipping Rand this week. It's actually pretty good. We got Ian Laurie. It's a uh, writing with Markdown for better content and HTML. Basically, what Markdown is is just another form of code, uh, but it's crazy simple. So, like hashtags, one hashtag is the H1 tag, for instance. Two hashtags is H2, etc. There's a whole list. I actually shared a link in the post. Uh, you can see it here. It's from DaringFireball.net uh, that kind of defines the list that, that you do. It's not complicated at all. But basically what the process is, is you instead of using uh, Microsoft Word, which if you ever copied and pasted a blog post from Word into WordPress, for instance, you get all kinds of extra junk and your formatting is all screwed up. It's using a uh, text editor like uh, Adam Io's one that they he talked about, or if you're using Notepad Plus, um, you can try that out too, uh, see if it works. But Adam Io is the one that I use uh, because I had it for I don't know, probably almost a year now, and I really wasn't leveraging it. And then now you look look at this and you see all the things that it can do. So this is the one I'm going to try as well. And he goes over, uh, you know, just to make it easy. You write out your content, you add the markdown, uh, markdown to your page, to your content, and then right-click in Atom.io and it turns it into HTML for you automatically. And you copy that into your editor and boom, it transfers right on over and you don't have any drama off of it. I think you're going to like it. I think the process is really easy uh, for anyone to do. You don't have to know HTML. You don't have to know how to code you know, lists and all that other stuff. Uh, anymore you don't have to know how to clean all that stuff up you just use this markdown uh, this you know you're used to this as you as you as you do it more and it does everything for you automatically you right click copy paste done there are a couple things inside of the markdown that if you use characters it gets all crazy uh, in your HTML so you have to you know be, just be aware of that and you can see that in the daring fireball piece of content uh, some of those things that you know might cause you a little bit of headaches uh, but if you know that they're there you just kind of avoid using them and it'll save you a lot of time yeah, in my opinion so check this out leverage it especially if you're writing your own content and I think you're going to enjoy it if you're doing content and you're selling it or you're sharing it with other people uh, and those people need the inline HTML then this is a great tool to do it too because you save it as a markdown and send it to them, they open up their text editor, right-click, copy, paste, boom, you're done. Uh, next site is Search Engine Journal. It's Google Search Console to explain why pages aren't getting indexed. There's two changes to the console that this article talks about. One is AMP, and it help you fix your issues if you're using AMP. Again, if you're a local site and you're not doing information content, uh, I wouldn't even bother with AMP. Use a responsive website, and then you're good to go. Personally, I think with the responsive websites, AMP's kind of pointless to me unless you are a information marketer who using Google AdSense uh, as your so method of conversions, then go for it. Um, why not? You're a Google AdSense publisher, uh, publish an AMP, and then just you know take it as for what it is. Otherwise, kind of leave AMP alone, but that's just my opinion. And the next is the indexing coverage report. This is actually pretty good. Finally, in my opinion, Google actually adds something to the Search Console that you can take some action with uh, beyond the errors. Uh, 
I think this is going to be really good because it's supposed to offer you tips on what you can do to fix your indexing if your indexing is really low. Uh, larger sites are going to see this a lot more than smaller sites. Smaller sites are a little bit more organized in my opinion, but larger sites kind of, you know, shoot two, three thousand pages at a time and then things fall in and fall out. And you're left really guessing, try to figure out what that problem is. So I think they're, they're going to help in that process. My only complaint is Search Console doesn't update in real time. Uh, probably like every month you might get or see something new, maybe once a week if you're lucky. Uh, but it's not in real time. So if how is that really helping you uh, in the immediate, in the now? Uh, if you're making optimization changes for click-through rate and you're using uh, Search Console to find that data, you have to make your changes and come back in a month and see what happened. Uh, I, I like it to be a little bit more responsive uh, in that matter, and hopefully they, when they do these changes, they're making uh, Search Console a little bit more useful to webmasters. So I like the change, and let's just see how it works out. And the last site is SEM Rush's blog and five things to know about voice search and Bing. Here's what's interesting. We talked about voice search, pretty sure it was last week, where a lot of people are just are not getting the amount of traffic uh, from voice search as everyone claims. It's not deserving of the hype that it's getting uh, from content marketers and, and any SEO and SEO sites. To be frank, you know, it's, you know, Alexa, Google Home, and Cortana, they are driving voice search traffic. But I think if you look in your analytics, you're going to see that it's not as much as everyone says. And especially maybe it probably doesn't apply to you. I think with us, maybe once a month we see some voice search in our analytics, uh, in Google Analytics or Clicky. The my point is this is probably really better in order to help you drive informational traffic. So using the information from voice search, you know that you're gonna ask what is questions, how does questions, um, where can I type questions, and if you have that inside of your market, then go ahead and do it, and then it, you'll get the benefit of the random voice search that happens. Um, but solely going through and looking at Optimizing specifically only for voice, I think really you probably find your time better served in doing other stuff. Um, some ways to look at this, and this is just plain old content marketing, is looking at like answer the public and getting questions. So what are fountain pens good for, for example? If someone searches for that and you have a, you have a fountain pen website, uh, then it's natural that you'd want to have that. I think, and... I pretty much base this off of experience. You're going to get more mobile traffic and more desktop traffic than you are from a voice search tool. And even if you did get a voice search, so you get what are fountains pen for, and then it reads the answer off that the snippet is coming from your website. It's not traffic to your website. It's not going to help you convert. It's reading in the uh, in the voice search. The only exception to that is if someone is using Cortana on Windows 10, and it's in here the data shows that actually it's Bing that's leveraging uh, voice search much better than Google because Cortana is built into Windows 10. Uh, then you're going to get some traffic, I think, from from voice search. But again, it's just something that you should do as part of your normal marketing campaign. Don't even, in my opinion, you shouldn't even bother to optimize for voice sort voice search. 
just write good content that answers questions to people's problems uh, and formats at least some of it into a question. And you're probably going to get some voice search right off of that from just doing that normal stuff that you would normally do. All right, like I said, it's a short week. Episode number 45 is a short week just because there's not a lot of people that were posting anything good this week. Uh, the new month is August, so I hope you enjoyed your summer. It's almost over. School starting in a month. Take advantage of all that stuff. If you are in a uh, e-commerce, now is the time to get your back-to-school specials running. Uh, also, it's time to start looking at the holiday sales and all your holiday SEO. Uh, for no matter what you're doing, uh, especially if you know you're going to get a lot of sales, you know, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, all that stuff. Now is the time to start promoting that on your search engine optimization campaigns. Uh, now is probably a good time to actually start doing some PPC testing as well to your landing pages so you can get those all clicked. Uh, optimize in so when it comes time for holiday season and all your competitors are firing up at the last minute you're already positioned uh, and ready to go with especially with your retargeting all of this stuff especially when they come in with you know million dollar budgets that you can't compete against if you already have a uh, retargeting list in your facebook ppc and your google adwords ppc campaigns you're uh, set for the long haul during the holiday week so with that i'd like to thank you for listening if you again if you have any posts that you like to highlight in seo this week come to digitalear.com click on seo this week in the menu and there's a form right there to submit and i hope you have a great week